From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 176. Today's show is brought to you by Squarespace, Build It Beautiful, Pen Chalet, great deals on high quality pens of a 100% satisfaction guarantee, and Harry's, an exceptional shave at a fraction of the price. My name is Mike Hurley, and I'm joined as always by Mr. Brad Dowdy. What's up, hard working I, Mike? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. You're a hard working man. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, man, you're just, you're like recording podcasts and now all of a sudden you're like delivering apps like on the app store. Like yep. there's this whole Relay FM app and there's new shows coming out. You're, you are uh, going to town, sir. Can't stop, won't stop. Yeah. So tell us about this Relay FM app. I, I'm, I've got to, uh, I've got to get, get you uh, up front on this because uh, I knew it was coming. I wasn't even a beta tester. Thanks for nothing. And, um, All you needed to do was I mean, look out for the app channel on the Slack where we put the beta like weeks ago. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an overcast overcast beta tester, but you know, Relay FM, yeah, I wasn't paying that much attention. But it looks sweet. So to, how did this, uh, I knew it was coming down the pipe, so uh, tell us all about it. So this is a collaboration with our friends over at TapJets. Um, they're a company previously under the name of Glide, and they have built this incredible system that allows people to build apps um mainly with Dropbox files. So the majority of stuff that you see in our app is actually built with text files in a Dropbox folder. It's kind of magic the way that it works, which is why, like, so if you have had the app downloaded, and and I'll get in a moment uh, talking about a little bit more about what the app is for, but you will have noticed today that we've added a new page in the app called Shows, where you see a list of all the shows, and you can easily go in and turn your notifications on and off, and it also has a schedule in there, which tells you when the next episode is streaming live of a specific show. So that's all in there, which is really good, actually. We don't we don't even have data that good on our website currently. It's just all in one time zone. So this is much, much better because it localizes to your time zone. Um, so th- this TapJet system is really, really cool, and it's very, very interesting. And we've been working with these guys on this app for a little while now. Um, we, we, we actually previewed the well, – we kind of announced that we were making an app uh, at the Atlanta Pen Show. Mm-hmm. So when yeah. we were at the pen show was when we announced that we were, were working with TapJet on this. Um, but it's taken us some time to get it exactly the way that we want it to be. And that's kind of what it is now. So the Relay FM app is not intended to replace you, the app that you listen to the podcast in. It's not intended to replace the podcast app or Overcast or Pocket Cast or however it is that you listen to the pen addict. I would like you to remain doing that. Um, and, and we've taken great lengths to try and make it easy for people to subscribe to shows that they find in the Relay FM app in their podcast app of choice. What the Relay FM app is for is kind of twofold at the moment. It is for live listening. So we record this this show live every Monday usually, although we're recording Tuesday this week. Um, and you can go onto the the Relay FM app. You can suge- you can select uh, to be notified about the Pen Addict, and you'll get a push notification when me and Brad go live. And then you can open the app and start listening. So that's what it's primarily for. And then also we have some other stuff in there, like uh, you can kind of taste the shows you know like they're all in there right all of our most recent episodes are in there all of our list of shows are in there so you can go in and you can stream only we don't have any downloading you can just stream some shows you know that maybe you haven't listened to before just to see if there's anything that you want to find out about or want to check about and then we're gonna over time kind of add more information into it so we have a support section which has links to like the relay fm store and over time like what we're hoping is that our app becomes like another place that you can find what's new and what's kind of going on with relay fm um, 
And then we have some features that we are going to be implementing, hopefully in, in the not too distant future. Like the one of the most important ones for us is the chat room. We want to be able to put the chat room in the app because um, currently, if you, yeah, if you want to access the chat room, you still either have to go to our website or use a, an app that's dedicated for IRC chat. Um, but we're looking into how it's, we were hoping we could launch with this, but it turns out that this is actually quite a difficult problem to solve to, to, to <laughs> integrate like with it. the IRC room. Um, so we're still looking at ways to do that, but that is going to be uh, in, a, in a future update will be a, a chat room. Um, so at the moment, you can still listen live, uh, but the chat room's a lot of fun. And we would love it if you would still kind of join the chat room, uh, maybe download an app for that if you're on, on your iOS device or access the Relay FM website when we stream live. But that's kind of a future thing. But it is mainly about live streaming. And I wanted to kind of go in detail with it. We won't talk about it this much um, in future episodes, obviously. Uh, but I just want to make sure that everybody that listens to the show knows that it's there because I know that we talk about the live thing. I know people yeah. ask us about how they can stream live and stuff like that. Um, and this is a... Uh, Actually, in my this is the best way to listen to our shows live now. It's much, much better. It's a much, much nicer experience um, than listening on the website. Especially oh, if you're on an iOS device. It's it's far, far better. Well, the notifications in itself are huge. Yeah, because, exactly. You know, that's, I mean, we're not always exactly on time. And, you know, it's nice to be able to get that notification, you know, when you're waiting there, you know, 10 or 15 minutes, you know, if we're running a little bit behind and then boom, here comes the notification, you know, we're good to go. And uh, I love that. So yeah, I, I've enjoyed playing, playing around with it. It looks just awesome. And uh, good job by you guys. Thank you, buddy. Go team. Go team. Right. What <laughs> else do we have here today? We've got, a, we've got an action. What else? Show. <laughs> what else? <laughs> Pretty much everything. Yep. Um, so the XOXO, Field notes, they went on sale yep. and just as quickly went off sale. <laughs> did you did you buy some more? Yeah, I I bought two. I bought oh, good. A, remember I bought a pack for you. Well you you got me a pack at the at yeah. XOXO. But yeah. what I said, and so then, I DM'd you when uh, the, when they went up and I said yeah. that uh I got two packs and my intention was I have one for me and one for you in case when you woke up. Uh, nice. Right? So I'm I'm trying yeah. to make amends here, you see. I, I know you you were wonderful and i said i was able to get in i got my two packs so just keep all yours uh for yourself and do as you wish with them so i oh, appreciate I you looking four. out for me <laughs> yeah four um so i appreciate you and everyone else who who looks out for me when i'm asleep <laughs> during the day when like real life things happen um you know that's uh i, I appreciate all the hookups i get uh, for sleeping but yeah i can't wait to get these um they look pretty good. And then I saw, you know, I, I didn't put the link in the show notes, but I saw like uh, our, our good friend Andy Welfley at uh, at um, Erasable and Woodclenched. You know, he works at Facebook now and the same artist, he found some uh, wall murals that the same artist had done in the same uh, type of artwork. He sent some really big pieces over at Facebook and in the same black and white um, artwork that were really, really nice. So I might have to hunt some more of those down and uh, check out and see if I can make some uh, uh phone wallpapers for that or desktop wallpapers because i like that style of artwork very very much so yeah cool i'm glad i got them hope everyone uh else who wanted them got them uh they went pretty quickly as you would expect them to do and you were limited to two and uh it was good so i appreciate the that um that the field notes gang does that so also field notes related we have the field nuts 2000 uh I want to say listener, <laughs> 2,000 member giveaway over on the, fail, uh, on the Field Nuts Facebook group. 
Um, they crossed uh, 2,000 members, which is pretty amazing. Um, and they're doing a big giveaway. So I wanted to put that in there. And just to let everyone know that I donated the Raven's Wing three pack that is being given away. So if you want a shot at that, plus all kinds of other awesome stuff, um, and you're a Field Nuts member, get in there. If you're not a Field, Field Nuts member, go join the group. We'll have the link in the show notes. And uh, there's all kinds of good stuff in there. Lots of other um, Field Notes 3-packs, some rare singles. Um, there's there's like 15, I don't know, 15 different prizes. So definitely jump in there and uh, and try to grab something. Yeah, they're looking at it. There's tons of stuff. Yeah, there's tons of stuff. You kind of got to flip through the uh, little raffle copter thing to, to see all the, the list of goods. But uh, yeah, I had an extra Raven's Wing 3-pack, and I thought I would... Uh, uh, in- enjoy that community so i thought i'd give back and uh you know hopefully someone will enjoy that and not put it up on ebay (laughs) that's always the trick that's always the trick right (laughs) you're very you're a very kind man (laughs) that's why that's why i feel good giving it to that group knowing that they will hopefully use it or at least keep it and add it to their collection all right so your uh your pin show arrived we've never figured out the pronunciation i guess i'm too lazy to figure out the real pronunciation for this i could probably go listen to the kickstarter again yeah. And get it um so so yours arrived so tell me tell me what you think you haven't got yours it literally came right before the show so i was going to tell you i just got it and right. I, i've played with it a little bit so i'll tell you my thoughts um you go first though it's very pretty to look at so i have the black one mm-hmm. do you know do you know what color you have black yeah i, I took it out i've played with it a little bit so okay. I, I have some comments on it i find that getting the lead to to come out is difficult um like the the action that they show of like pulling it apart uh mm-hmm. i find to be a little uncomfortable to to actually perform that action um and i think it would take some getting used to it can be a bit fiddly to get the lead in and out of it um unfortunately the red lead that they provided is way too soft so mm-hmm. like it breaks down like immediately yeah like, it's it may as well be made of liquid like it's you know oh it's, wow it, Almost like a crayon. Yeah, yeah it's, re- it's really, really soft. Um, it actually doesn't say what type of lead it is. I would, I wish I could say like what what one it is, but it just says red. Like it hasn't got like a, um, mm. you know, like they have yeah. like HB and B and all that sort of stuff. Right. I have no idea what this is, but it's super, super soft. It's too soft for me to use, which is a shame because I have three packs of this red lead now. Uh, but it came with um, one pack of HB leads as well, which in black, which are perfectly fine. Um, so I would be interested if anybody knows where I can get some HB and some colors, if that's possible. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe you know. I'm sure. Yeah. Probably cult pins, jet yeah. pins. I was gonna look and order some myself. So I, I'm looking at that, but I really, really like it. I like it a lot. I've been using it all week. Um, it's not completely cylindrical like it has a uh like a flat-ish edge kind of like where the cutout is which means i can put it down and it won't move but if i put it down quickly it does roll away um and the problem with being made of metal is when it hits my desk it sounds like this um so that's like a big difference to using something like the rotring which has a clip on it so i can just drop it and nothing will happen right Um, but I right. do really like it. I find it very comfortable to hold. It's nice to use. Uh, and it, it has an all-around very, very different experience to the mechanical pencils that I've been using. Um, 
primarily because you know you get much much more uh, line and width variation as the as the lead runs down because it's much thicker than a mechanical pencil lead. Right, mm-hmm. this is a true pencil lead. It came with an eraser, which is actually really good. Um, I found that it it does a really really good job of erasing, um, and a little lead sharpener, which I don't find to be as good. Um, <laughs> it's a yeah, little I mean, and I understand that it's small and that's fine because it's compact, but it doesn't do a very good job of putting a a, a sharp point. I have to really work mm-hmm. at it to get a sharp point. And the other thing, like the, mm. you have to bring the lead quite far out for it to go into the sharpener. And more than once, I've snapped yeah. large pieces of the lead off trying to sharpen it. Mm. Um, but I would say though that if you are a person who uses pencils. Uh, to look at this. This is a very nicely designed, uh, very nicely manufactured thing that is a real kind of just piece, an interesting piece to own. Um, And if I can find some HB coloured leads, I will be very happy, man, because it will look fantastic. Like a nice dark red or a blue in here because it's got like basically a window, right? Um, And it looks really Mm -hmm. good. And I have to say, like, the idea of having a window to show you the lead, like, and how much further the lead is, is, is really genius. Um, the whole kind of design of the product, like from conception to to actualization, is very very smart, um, and and I think that it's very unique and would be also a really really nice gift for an artistic friend. Uh, I think this would really really brighten someone's day. You know, it gets me like, wow, this is very different. So I, I'm overall very pleased with it, but I think some of the implementation details um, from the way that the project was delivered could have been better. I don't think they were very good at communication and I would have liked to have known that the LEDs were going to be as soft as they are before they came because otherwise I probably, well, I definitely wouldn't have bought them. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, my, my feelings are pretty much the same. It's an awesome uh, lead holder. And I think it's coming down to me seeing that I've, I've just only had it for a few minutes. It's going to take some getting used to for me because I've never used anything like this sure. before. So I'm, I'm doing weird things with it that I shouldn't be doing. Like number one, I set it down on my desk just like you did and let it roll off the desk into mm-hmm. the floor. Um, so it snapped the lead. I mean, it snapped the tip off, which is fine. And then it broke it further up in the, I've done in the that. barrel, which, you know, <laughs> it's, t- it's taken a long, it's taken a long fall, but I'm still getting used to the extending the lead and putting the lead back in like to essentially retract the lead, if you will. Like if I'm going to set it down and I want the lead, I want the tip fully back in, you can't turn it upside down to get it back in. Right. When the lead's too short and that window is open, you turn it upside down, you just shoot the lead back in, you know, let gravity take hold and then the lead just falls out the side. So I've done that. So (laughs) it's just a matter of figuring out how to use it. I definitely need to get a real lead pointer. Um, the little sharpener that they have is is pretty bad, but I mean, I can't blame them for that. It's just this little little it's fingertip sharpener. Thing. They didn't have to put it yeah, in at all. Yeah, it's a little freebie. Um, it sharpens unevenly, leaves a ridge in the lead. Um, so I'm gonna get like a a, a legitimate pointer that uh, I don't know who sells one. I haven't looked for that either. Um, I'm also gonna. I didn't order the colored LEDs, um, but I want to, so I will be doing that same shopping uh, that you're going to do, so maybe we can find something uh, that that works out. But I think in general, it's going to be really, really good um, when I'm actually, when I was actually using it, you know, as it be intended, it's great. Um, But yeah, they're talking about in the chat room that I didn't think of that either, Dan, when I retracted the LED, if you're down to like a half size LED and 
you know, you sharpen it, you use it, and then you flip it over to retract it. Um, it's just gonna, sh- it's just gonna fall straight out because it's wide open in the middle. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I don't personally retract um, once I've I've pulled it, like, because I'm not, I'm not like putting it anywhere, you know. Yeah. So it's like I yeah. retract it, and then it's that's good to go. Yeah, it's probably not made to. You know, most people probably won't do that. I was just playing around with it, and you know, you just never turn it upside down to to do anything with the lead or you're going to have a bad time, you know, just keep it all in the vertical position, how you would normally write and, you know, extend or retract the lead that way. Um, I've been using two hands, which is a little bit awkward. So just because it is so tight, but I mean, that's just part of the design. It, it's, it has to be that tight. So maybe I'll get the, the motion down to uh, free it up a little bit better. Um, so we'll see. I, I really like it, man. It's beautiful. And so I want to get some colored lead as well, but um, I'm, I mean, I think I'll use it pretty regularly. I, I'm definitely going to keep it on my desk. I'm not going to carry it around with me. I have a feeling I'll end up just getting frustrated and break the lead somehow. Um, you know, I feel like I should keep it at my desk, but um, we'll see. Otherwise I'm, I'm really happy with it. It was certainly worth the price. I mean, um, what they were in the 20 something dollar range and uh, yeah. it, it's a beautiful, it's beautiful. Mine, did I say mine was black also? I got the black one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll be looking for some colored leads as well and a new pointer. So it's cool. I'll be using it. And uh, yeah, they, they were uh, they they were in the range of twenty five to like thirty dollars, um, mm-hmm. depending on what you got. Which it's a great, really, really great deal for that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I just had took a look on Colt pens and I can't find mm-hmm. any like HB in color mm-hmm. so again i don't know if it's like something that's difficult to do i don't know or maybe like i just don't know what i'm looking for properly yeah, I so i would appreciate something on that maybe colored leads don't come in a defined hardness yeah you know i i don't know just maybe because of how they're made i don't i have no idea i'm just blabbing but that, that may be the case yeah so i'd love some feedback from people i know there's going to be some people in the chat room uh yep. that are gonna know yep yep so um I was uh, trolling Twitter, what, two nights ago or last night? I can't even remember. And uh, your good friend, Georgia Dow, was uh, who I follow on Twitter. Uh, I've never talked to her before, but um, she, <laughs> of all things, she posts, posts want to try the benefits of meditation, but don't enjoy it. Try coloring. And she has these great colorings that she's done on there. And then uh, your other friend, uh, Marco's wife, Tiffany, chimes in like hey what pencils are you using and they have this whole conversation and then i i just completely insert myself into their uh into their conversation about coloring and georgia and i go back back and forth uh, a little bit and it's just like the randomest thing uh, of all time is this coloring thing it's like everyone knows about it everyone's getting into it and and doing all these great things with it so uh, it's funny to see like your other other people you follow on twitter who you wouldn't who you would least expect to do something like this um, to end up, you know, sharing their coloring work on it's Twitter. Catching on, man. Cool. There's nothing you it can is. do about it. So my 20 pack came in, uh-huh. uh, which I'm very happy about. And uh, Colt Pen sent me an email, and they were like, "So sorry about the 30. We cannot get them. <laughs> like, stat, like <laughs> apparently, stat like cannot keep up with demand right now. Right. Like it's that insane. Um, right. So like I thought it was quite funny, but it's nice to have a bit more variation. I was doing a little bit more um, on on that big circular piece that I was working on, and it was nice mm-hmm. to have uh, some different shades to 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 work with to try and kind of vary up a little bit more. Um, I might mm-hmm. stick with the twenty for a bit. 
um, and see how I go. Because I'm looking at like how big the 20 pack is. A 30 pack is going to be huge. And I don't really know if I want it on my desk because I keep them right. on my desk because they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're just there for when I want to pull it out and start doing something. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to continue down this path. Uh, and I'm looking forward to doing a little bit more on it. And it's, it is really fun to see, um, non pen addicts, I guess, getting involved yeah. in this. So I'll fall out when I see uh, John Syracuse like tweet out his drawings. That that's when you know that that it's made it right. Yeah, yeah. That's it's only a matter of time. John is an artist, so. Oh, okay. So maybe he'll do it. Yeah, he went to we'll art school. He tweets him out. Okay, I did not know that. There you go. I did not know that. But I want to um, I want to explore the the colored pencil realm too. And uh, our good friend Anna, who was in the chat room, she was on the Erasable podcast last night. And uh, I haven't listened yet, but they uh, talked about it was a whole colored pencils episode, and they uh, definitely talked about um, the adult coloring thing. So y'all check that out. We'll put a link in the show notes, and uh, I'll listen to it tonight. I was pretty out of the loop uh, yesterday, so I'm still catching up on all the all the goodness out there. So definitely check that out. I thought we decided on grown up coloring. Grown up coloring, yes, I, I prefer grown up coloring. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, work that in. Oh, and before we before we jump on, and we we do have another uh, little one little bit on this. I wanted to mention, I am efforting hard at the Joanna Bassford thing. I've I've made contact with her people. She has people, Mike. Oof. So I'm dealing I'm dealing with her people right now. So okay, we'll we'll see what I can get done. Okay, but you are there. You are making inroads at least. I am making inroads. Progress. We have progress. Good. Good. I'm yep. pleased to hear that. Yes. All right, let's take a break right. and thank Pen Chalet for helping support this week's episode. Pen Chalet are stockists of all of your favorite brands of pens, like Monteverde, Pelican, Lamy, Pilot, Namiki, uh, Sailor as well, Caveco. Mm-hmm. They're an authorized mm-hmm. dealer of all of them. They not only sell uh, lovely pens and fountain pens, they sell rollerballs, they sell ballpoints, mechanical pencils, my favorite, and so much more. They run special discounts twice a month. They have closing uh, closeout specials every two weeks. And they always have very fast and reliable customer service because Pen Chalet love their low prices on their high-quality pens, but they feel very, very strongly about their 100% satisfaction guarantee. As well as pens, they sell pen holders, they sell refills, fountain pen converters, everything that you're going to need for the pen addict in you. They sell internationally with very reasonable shipping rates, and in the continental United States, they do free shipping on any order of over 50 so, if you have a purchase in mind or you, there's something that you're after, the first place you should go to is penchalet.com because you will get yourself 10% off any order with the code PENADDICT. But, as always, you want to click that podcast link at the top of the website, use the password PENADDICT for even more savings as well as your 10% off. And this week's special offer is on the Monteverde Intima Fountain Pen. It retails for $70, but after you get the special discount and then add the 10% coupon on, you can pick it up for $37.80. A very cool-looking and vibrant fountain pen for an excellent price. Thank you so much to Penchelet for their continued support of the Pen Addict and Relay FM. All right, so this week with the with the pen addict code, Mike, I popped mm-hmm. it in, and there's a pen that's been on my wish list forever, and it's the Monteverde Intima series, and it's it's the really bright colored acrylics on this one, and I've almost bought the one um, called Volcano Gray. It's been on my uh, wish list forever. I bought that for Matt. Okay, yeah, for the volcano yeah. um, thing, and and I was totally going to do the exact same thing. It's a great looking pen, and. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's $37 now, which is just nuts. Yeah, um, that is the special the- offer this week. It's absolutely awesome. So I'm going to get one of these after the show because I've been eyeballing that gray. So y'all don't take all the fine uh, the fine nibs until I get mine, okay, please? And then I've had at least two emails in the past week about our sponsorship of Pen Chalet and how good of a deals people have been getting. They haven't even been buying like the um, like the primary offer, you know, like the, the, the one exclusive offer. But then they have like all the other offers if you scroll down the page. I've had two people mention that they found a pen they were looking for um, that they've had on their shopping list. And just for like the best price they've ever found and they couldn't help themselves but buy it. So um, Pen Chalet is doing a really good job at um you know cultivating you know uh, a great selection of pens and has some really good deals for a lot of pens um people are looking for so i appreciate those emails uh in my inbox and uh, they were very happy with everything they bought at penchalay so y'all take a look uh use the code pen addict and check out all the hot deals and uh thanks again ron for uh, supporting us in the pen addict podcast they still had those caveco art sports on there as well i know i know 72 dollars you can pick one up on those i know I know. I mean, they got. I spent a lot of money recently, Mike. I was on a lull after the DC Pin Show. Now all of a sudden, I've gone off the rails again. I I, I tend to go in batches. Um, I don't like steadily buy, but like every three months, I just go nuts for a minute and then slow it, rein it back in, and then another three months. Um, so we're <laughs> we're gonna talk about a couple of the things that that I've I've bought uh, recently. But uh, one more thing on the um on the grown up coloring. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I, I enjoyed these. They were the I had these uh, coloring books with just like detailed geometric patterns in them, and I remember coloring them with markers and, and colored pencils all the time. Um, this is like in the late seventies, early eighties, <clears throat> and I just remember loving these. And I would have never even thought to look for them. I don't. I wouldn't have had a clue the name of them at all. But uh, listener uh, Dwayne Lively, who's a longtime listener and a supporter of the show, sent me a link. He said, these are the ones I used to draw in when I was a kid. And I was like, oh, my God, these are the exact books I used to draw in. And they're called Altair Design. And we'll have a link to the show notes. He sent me that link. I was like, this is exactly it. So this is perfect. This is the, these are the books I used to color in when I was a kid. You know, instead of like the, uh, the normal coloring books, they have all these uh, geometric patterns in there. And uh, they're just spectacular. So this has been around a long time. I mean, but um, and now it's it's really making inroads with the uh, I, I think the more digital we get, the more we look back on things like this. And even like the, the grown up whole grown up coloring phase going on right now, it just really gives us an opportunity to slow down where we didn't realize how important these things were, you know, before we had all these, you know, fully connected devices all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. And um you know, that's why we enjoy pens and paper and coloring because it gives us a break from our, our day to day, you know, head down in devices or computers and things like that and uh, realize how much we miss them and how much how enjoyable it is to look at these things and talk about these things. So I, I was happy to see that he sent me that link. Uh, I had like a fall out of my chair moment like that's it. That's exactly it. So that was really, really cool. Um, One other thing kind of along these same lines, just on the on the written word, there's a new website out there called handwrittenwork.com, which we'll have in the show notes. I've been talking to uh, Brett, uh, the guy who's created the website. He has been, you know, let me look at, um, you know, early releases of the website as they're building things up. And they're basically basically what they're doing is they're collecting things around the handwritten word. So they have 
my my favorite thing that I've seen on the, on their site is they have a collection site and where they have letters and postcards and journal entries and drafts from people and articles about these types of things and examples of old letters, new letters. You know, I just love seeing all this stuff. Like I love looking at like these, you know, X'd out postcards and mail and looking at all the handwriting, all the old school handwriting and seeing how people used to do things. So this is the site just launched yesterday. So they're just getting, uh, they're just getting underway. So, um, definitely add that to your, to your feed readers, add that to your bookmarks, check out what Brett's doing over there, um, on handwritten. Um, I think it's going to be really cool and, uh, they have a lot of, uh, neat things coming up, uh, on the site. So it's definitely something to pay attention to if you're into that type of thing, which most of us are right. You bet. All right, so should we talk about my budget busting here in the past couple weeks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I really, I'm trying to think back, I say this all the time. Like, So the DC Pin Show was in August, and I spent a lot of money there. And it's not like you know the end of September was very far from that. It was I guess it was only a month or so. And I got an email. I had pre-ordered the Sailor Starburst Galaxy from Nibs.com because it was a limited edition Sailor uh, Sapporo, the um, the Pro Gear Slim, which is the tiniest one. But it has this great um, galaxy pattern on it. You know, it's like an acrylic with like a glitter and sparkle type of thing in there. Um, in a black and I don't know, gosh, it's hard to explain. It's really like a black base or maybe a really dark, dark blue um, with like kind of green and white. It really looks like, you know, the galaxy if you're, if you're looking in outer space. And it's something I pre-ordered thinking it was coming in November. And then I get an email like at the end of September saying, hey, it's in. Um, pay us <laughs> and we'll send it to you. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I will. Um, I'm going to review this pen very soon because I ordered it with what's called a Zoom nib, Mike. And what the a zoom z o o m, okay. So it's a gold nib, and it has a tip on it that allows you to change the width of the line as you move as you write more horizontally or vertically. So if you lay the pen down flat, it's a wide line. But if you as you move it up taller, if you write with the pen more vertically, it writes a thinner line. All in this in the same nib without really. You just adjust the angle of the barrel as you're writing, and um, so like my my. Did we standard... see these in Atlanta? Did somebody have mm. this? Probably. I, I don't know exactly, hmm. but um, it's it just a, allows for a, a wide line vari variation in one nib. You know, other as opposed to like a um, stub nib where one direction it's wide and the other direction it's narrow. It's pretty much the same width whether you're going vertically or horizontally but depending on the angle you're holding the pin the line will change if that makes sense so yeah in the chat room saying we probably saw it from Lay reyes it's probably something she had and i'm sure she did she had like every nib ever so i can't wait to get some good photographs of this pin like the one i sent uh, i put on instagram was actually really poor i just kind of brought out some of the sparkles in it but it's i haven't been able to capture it um in good enough light yet to get it to really, really show up how, how nice looking this pen is. So I, I look forward to, uh, to reviewing this one and, um, 
it's it's going to be one of my favorites just because of, of the design and the feel. And of course, it's Sailor and their nibs are great. And, you know, I love the feel of their pen. So the same day I got the um, I got the notification, hey, your pen's ready, pay us. I got the Goulet Pens newsletter and it had a new release on it. Um, they do a collaboration with Edison Pens um, for they have a barrel design that's uh, Goulet specific called the Nouveau Premier, the Edison Nouveau Premier. So in every quarter, they come out with a new acrylic design. They work with um, work with Brian Gray at Edison, come out with a new acrylic, you know, like in the spring, it was this really bright blue, um, like tropical looking thing. And in the summer, um, I think it was kind of a red one. They've been doing this for almost two years now, I want to say. Um, and I've never bought one because honestly, I'm not enamored with the barrel shape. Um, it's... It's great looking, but I didn't think I would really enjoy the pointy ends. It has a pointy end on the cap and on the end of the barrel. But they they always come out with a great acrylic, and I've almost pulled the trigger several times on many of the ones they've done in the past. And this one got me. This is so beautiful. Yeah, so the acrylic they use this time is called Midnight Thunder. And it's this is another Pictures Can't Do It Justice because you can't see, it looks like a blue acrylic with uh, red and white swirls in it. But when you get the pen in your hand and you get it in the right light, down under the acrylic, like in the depths of the pen, there's like this blue shine, a lighter blue shine underneath it. it it's crazy. This is definitely one of the most beautiful pens I own, just on the acrylic alone. Um, hopefully I'll be able to capture some of this in the in the pictures. And it, it just feels great. It. I'm a fan of the Edison Beaumont. This feel in the hand when you're writing with it, the grip section and the weight of it, it's lightweight. It feels like a Beaumont, but it's extended a little bit with the uh, with the point on the uh, points of the end of the barrel. So it's basically like just a tiny bit bigger Edison Beaumont. If you're familiar with that pen, um, that's what it feels like to me. And I'm a huge fan of the Beaumont and that's probably the Edison I recommend the most uh, to people. Um, I, I couldn't I couldn't pass this one up. It was it was about time I, I got one of these Nouveau premieres and I don't think I could have picked a better one. Um you know, they're not necessarily limited, but they just make enough for like the fall and when the fall edition one's gone, they're gone and you know, the either I mean I mean I think there's past editions still available, you know, just if they hadn't sold them out. But um I've been really, really happy with this pen. So that will be reviewed soon as well. And then I got Fortunately, I didn't have to buy this one <laughs> yet. Um, this one's on loan to me, and this is the Pilot 823. Are you familiar with this one, Mike? Mm, don't think so. Probably not. It's probably like the least talked about of the mainline Pilot pens, but it might be the best of them all. It's it's a it's a lot more expensive than like the the Pilot um, ninety to the 74 the 912 the 823 is very expensive um in relation to those and it's mostly because it uses a vacuum filling system and i've been eyeballing this pen this is this pen's probably been at the sh top of the shopping list forever and i got it on loan from gold spot so i'm going to be reviewing it soon and the only kicker is i have to decide if i'm gonna <laughs> offer to buy it off there take it off their hands and, and purchase it um when i'm done or not What's kept me from buying it mostly is that it's a uh, gold trim and um and I generally prefer 
silver rhodium plated uh, trim on my pins but with a brown barrel which is what this is the gold trim looks pretty good and like I have a um, Pelican M800 tortoise which is brown and um, you know gold trim and it looks great and this of course looks great it's just generally not my style but this pen feels awesome <laughs> this is a really awesome pen I'm gonna have trouble with this one so I'm I, I'm thinking long and hard I've already used it for about two weeks now and I haven't even started reviewing it because I know when I'm done reviewing it I'd have to send it back um, so I, I'm thinking long and hard on this one but needless to say I pretty much love this pen um, it's it's just a little pricey I think that's why it gets a uh, gets a little bit uh, lost in the shuffle with pilots offerings but it's one of those pens where when people own it that's like their favorite pilot you know that it's that type of pen um it's big it's sturdy uh, the gold nibs pilots gold nibs I think are the best um, even over sailor and platinum um, I, I pick pilots fine pilots gold nibs um, they're my favorite right out the box they always work um, there's never any issues with them and the line thicknesses are always dead on for me so I'm uh I've got a lot of reviews coming up yeah you'd be busy yeah those three for starters which I haven't even be I've just been using the pens um you know unlike the the tactile turn gist which we're going to talk about at the end of the show that's a that was a like a quick turnaround I like to use the pens more than you know but in general but like with the gist I didn't have that much time you know it's a live Kickstarter I gotta get these pins back to will things like that but yeah, you know, I mean I've, I've reviewed enough pins you can yeah I can tell pretty quick you know what's good and what's bad but in general I'd like some time with all these pins so these other pins are sitting here in my case and uh, they're gonna be they're like the next three pins on the on the docket to get reviewed and with a few other mixed in so here in the next month or two I'll have those um have those reviews going for those three pins so they're great all right let me take a break, right. and we've still got so much more to get to yep. today. Not even close to done. No way. No way. This episode is also brought to you by our friends over at Harry's. We love Harry's because they make shaving comfortable, they make it feel good, and they also make it feel good on your wallet too, because far too often can shaving be a pain in so many different ways. This is what Harry's has set out to tackle this is what they're good at they were started by a couple of guys who wanted a better product without having to pay an arm and a leg to get it they wanted something that's going to look good feel good and cost a great price this is why harry's make their own blades they don't rely on anybody else they have their own factory in germany which they use to create really great blades by people who have been making this stuff for years they offer a high quality shave at about half the price that you will find from other big brand blades maybe the stuff that you're more used to uh, maybe the stuff you've been using for the last few years but Harry's is really a great place to try something else, to try something new. And you can also get it for a really great deal. So even if, you know, you, you're thinking, oh, I, I love my Gillette blades. I'm not sure how they can beat them. You can get for $15 a brand new, great looking razor, moisturizing shave cream, shave cream or foaming shave gel and three razor blades for just $15. And in a moment, I'll tell you how you can get $5 off that. They'll ship for free to your front doorstep. This is a real great offer to take a bunch 
advantage of just to see if Harry's are right for you. And I'm sure that they really, really will be because they offer a really great comparable shave to stuff that you may be used to for about half the price. In fact, an everyday shaver saves $150 each year when they use Harry's blades. And also with Harry's, your satisfaction is guaranteed because that is important to them. Brad, I know that you are a Harry's man. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Harry man. <laughs> Did you, did you know they have an app, Mike? I didn't know that. They have an app. So let me talk about the app. Please. It's pretty sweet. Um, you know, there, I mean, what can you get with a shaving app, right? <laughs> really not that much, but it's cool. You just, when you're a Harry's fan like I am, you can go in, download the app, see all the products. You can quick order the products. I'm looking through my order history, and you guys think I'm lying about how much I like Harry's. I've got one, two, three, four, five, six orders in my order history from them. So I've been a Harry's customer since before they started um, uh, sponsoring the show. I love Harry's. You can just, you know, I'm flipping through the app. They have all the blades, all the gel, all the starter sets, all the supplies you need. And you can just pop them in your cart in the app, order away. And, um, you know, I think think it's free shipping over like $15 or something like that. So I order uh, from them quite consistently and uh, and quite all the time. So uh, I love Harry's. Yeah, they, they, they do free shipping. They're not going to like hit you with a big uh, bill at the end of it when you get to the... Yeah, it's a pretty know. low... It's either 10 or $15. It's something like yeah. negligible, the, the amount that takes for free shipping. So yeah, it's good. You can experience a clean, close, comfortable shave for yourself with Harry's. Go to harrys.com and they will give you $5 off if you use the coupon code PENADDICT with your first purchase. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com, coupon code PENADDICT to check out for $5 off and start shaving better today. Thank you so much to Harry's for their support. All right, so a couple more new items. Um, around the time I got these new pens, the um, the Sailor and the Edison um, I got a new ink in a trade with uh, one of our listeners and, and readers uh, who is of the, the Canadian origin. And in Canada, they have a special noodler's ink called Blue on the Plains of Abraham. Um, it's a Canadian only. <laughs> Why did I come up with these names? <laughs> it's a it's a uh, it's a historical battle that was that was fought in Canada. And yet okay. Nathan, I mean, Nathan is. Yeah, I mean, you're going to get anything normal with Nathan. But I've seen pictures of this from uh, different uh, Canadian friends and Canadian bloggers. And it's like a, it's a, um, you know, kind of a navy blue, uh, almost blue black. It's really, really nice. Um, it's about the only Noodler's ink I've been using regularly these days. Um, I've just had other things in, in, in the rotation. And it's got a real unique shading in that it's not too many different colors in the ink but it's basically a lighter shade of the navy and then a darker shade of the navy when you um when you look at the shading and by the time the ink dries um on the page the whole the end result like out of a like an entire letter or an entire page worth of notes it looks pretty amazing so i'm i'm real happy with this ink i hate to tease it um because it's kind of just for our canadian listeners which i know there's a lot of out there but you can you can get it at places like wonder pens who we talk about all the time in canada they stock it um and uh, the Canadians are definitely excited uh, that they have this ink all to themselves. But if you know people, um, you can you can make a trade like I did. So I traded some ink for this ink, and um, I am really really happy with it. So I will be using it a lot. Oh, and I'll review it too. So I I am knee deep in review items. Um, I got like five packages in the mail today alone um, from stuff. Um, so we'll the most wonderful time of the year. 
Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. You got something in the mail too, right? I did. I got my, uh, uh, yeah, there it is. I got my Apple Retro 51 from my lovely friend, Brad Dowdy, the silver yeah, one. Yeah, cool. Um, cool, cool. I am very, very happy about this pen. Uh, it, it it does two things to me. It makes me very happy and very sad. And <laughs> do you want to know why it makes me very sad? Sure. Because they picked oh, the lesser um, of the retro models. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that was coming out of my mouth because it's, it's not a good refill. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they, they. I really don't know why they did it. I guess they just liked the design. They wanted something that looked like a rotoring, right? That's, well, that's that's my thinking. No, I think it's... I, I'll have to take them apart. I think with the, the way this one fits, it's not the same shape uh, refill, right? I think it has to fit this uh, retractable mechanism. Yeah, um, no, I'm just saying, like, I wonder, you know, in, in thinking why did they pick this retro, like, hexamatic rather than a standard uh, retro 51? I expect they just tracking. wanted something that looked like a rotoring. Yes, this right. is a, the, this has a better design aesthetic for yeah. what they're trying to accomplish. I yeah, for the minimal yes. look. But so, yeah, Mike and I need refill recommendations for the hexamatic. Yep. I mean, it's just not. I mean, I'm using it and it's fine, but it's it's really yeah. not my cup of tea. I mean, I, I think no matter what I get, I'm never going to be happy because it's always going to be uh, a ballpoint. Roll, is it rollable? Well, not necessarily. I always get them mixed up. It's this one's a ballpoint. There you go. Um, and it it hmm, I don't have it right in front of me. It might even be like a one point two millimeter ballpoint. It's wide. Um, but I think we can find either some rollerball, um, or gel. I, I think rollerball type refills. I think if we look at Monteverdi, I think they make a something that we can swap out for this. So I'm gonna work on this because I All want right. it to because I want to use this pin because the barrel is brilliant right i mean these hex barrels are even before apple did them they're yep. one of the best looking barrels around what a click. it's yeah 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 it's real it's dead solid but it's not a good refill it's just not um you know i wrote out a note with the with that last night and i was like it just it doesn't make my handwriting look good it's just not that great of a refill so we're gonna work on um i'll, I'll take it apart and figure i used to know which refill this was off the top of my head uh, i mean it's another schmidt but um it's just not a good one and uh, so we'll find something no it's not a d1 uh anna it's a it's a it's like a full size it might be like a parker um shape refill so if it if that's the case we can definitely find something to fit yeah they so, call it uh, the easy flow 9000 easy flow 9000 i think that's the parker shape one yeah so if that's the case, we can find something very easily. In fact, the uh, the moleskin gel refills would fit that if that's the case. I just don't have it right in front of me to confirm that. So that would be a great choice because you can get a 0.5 millimeter black gel refill for that. That would be nice. So, yeah, uh, chat room says easy flow is Parker. So we can we will find something. I will uh, I will get you some uh, recommendations uh, for that. Yeah, because uh, I I adore it. Yeah, it's a great pen. I mean, it's sitting on my desk. You know, I grab it all the time. And then, um, you know, I write with it. And I'm like, you know, I couldn't write for a long time with this because it's just not a great writing experience with the refill. So if I can get that swapped out, I'll probably carry it with me. That's that's a step up from leaving it on the desk when you make it into the carry. Yeah, you, you've made it, made it to the big time. Big leagues. Big leagues. This next pen's made it to the big leagues, Mike. I am all over this pen. I might be on an island and I don't care. The pen type B by my good friends Sayway and Taylor, known as CWNT. 
who created the pin type A, the pin that launched a thousand Kickstarters. This pin is flat out amazing. Um, the design is brilliant. The look is stunning. It uses the high tech C, which I'm all about. And I couldn't, I couldn't back this one fast enough. I am all over this pin. I know I might be on an island. I mean, I'm not because they've blown out their their goal on Kickstarter. But man, this is I cannot wait for this pen. This is gonna destroy the pen type A. This is such a better design. I love the smooth brass sleeve that you just slide into your pocket. This pen is gonna be this pen knocks my socks off. What about you? Yeah, I'm on an island. It's okay. I'm good with it. I'm good with that. I just... So the brass sleeve is genius. And I'm looking at a video on the Kickstarter page right now where it's so perfectly fit that it has that beautiful vacuum right? that it goes in there. But I cannot be on board with it being like a piece of metal that just has a pen coming out the end of it. Like the way mm. that it the way that it ends with like that flat tube and then there's like the tiny little part, then that ends and then the the nib mm-hmm. comes out. I just do not like that design. I didn't mm-hmm. like it in the pen type A and I don't like it in any of the pens that have imitated it. Um it just doesn't float my boat. Like it really doesn't. I'm I'm just not a fan of, of that design style. And I totally understand why people do like it. I mean what mm-hmm. also doesn't help is I do not like the high tech C. Yeah, I think that's what most of the people that have reached out to me is like, Oh, this is it looks great, but it's the high tech C. And I'm like, Yeah, I mean, you're you're right. I can't I can't disagree with that. Um you know, but I use the high tech C enough to where it's not an issue for me. Um, I'm used to the finickiness of it, but for other people, I completely understand. That's why I, I'm okay, uh, you know, being on an island on this one. Um, just because it, it it ticks all the boxes for me personally. I really would have liked to see them do something more because it's basically, I mean, please correct me if I'm wrong. It's the pen type over brass sleeve. The, in, the pen barrel is the pen type A barrel. Yes. Yeah, I don't know if it changed in length. I don't know the length, but the sh- the shape and design, yes, is the oh. A internal with a B external. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen them do a little bit more than that. In all honesty, because mm-hmm. the A external is it was a, a like an engineering ruler. Um, it was not pocketable. It was a literal desk pen. You could not. You don't want to. You didn't want to carry that around with you because it was a big honking piece. Um, this is way more functional uh for people who carry pens and uh, that's why i like it so much but if you can dig that go for it like if they basically if the end of that pen went down smoothly into a point i would have bought one already mm-hmm. yeah yeah high tech yeah. c or not because it's stunning like the right. the brass sleeve but it's just like, oh, take it off, and ah, I can't take that bit at the end. And, and I know that I would spend this money and not use it. So it's, <laughs> it's really not, this one just isn't for me. But I can see yeah, why people ex- love it. I can see why it's raised $100,000 already. Um, yeah. But but yeah, it's this 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 one I will, I will have to let go. Yeah. No, that makes complete sense. And it's not even remotely cheap. I mean, it's expensive. The I got the early bird at 120 The regular price is 135 And it's just nuts expensive. It, it's really expensive. But Yeah, there's a reason you know, why they've made $100,000 with 668 backers. Right, 
Right. <laughs> Which is very, very different to Pentype A. Right. right. Pentype A made uh, $280,000, but with 4,000 backers. Wow. Because the Pentype wow. A sold for $50. Oh, uh, wow. I didn't even remember that. Yeah, so you're paying, like, what, 100 Well, about another $80 for that brass sleeve? I don't know if it's worth that. I don't. I genuinely mm-hmm. don't know, um, but yeah. I expect it is. Well, the retail of the Pentype A afterwards was, like, a. Oh. 100 or 150 dollars like if you go oh, buy okay. them now they sell them for, it's like 100 150 which i imagine this one is going to be like that you know but it just started there to begin with you know yeah if that makes sense but uh i'll be interested to see i don't know if anyone else has backed it besides me that i know of you know that listens to us you know reads the blog anything like that but I, i'm all about it so this I, one I'm, really I'm stoked. to me doesn't feel like a pen addict's pen mm. No, I. If you ask me like for a recommendation, and you listed all these things, I'm never going to recommend this pen to anybody, right? This is I, I'm excited about this pen for me personally because it fits a lot of things that I like. I would never in a million years tell recommend this pen to almost anybody. You know, it's not that type of pen. So uh, Dan is providing some great color in the chat room. Um, mm-hmm. They did do some engineering upgrades on the inside part of the pen type B. Mm-hmm. And the reason the price went up is because they are now manufacturing in the U.S. They began manufacturing China. Right. So that's why the pen type A was such a madness cluster. You know what? Um, and they're, these are done out of a shop in Vermont um, that they're using. So. Yep. so they can get the quality control that they need, which sometimes can be a problem with Chinese manufacture. Yep. Yep. And if anyone is not familiar with the pen type A and that whole story, just do some Google searches there. If you're interested in Kickstarter and Kickstarter failures and successes and ripoffs, um, look no further than the story behind the pen type A. It's quite amazing. Yeah. Quite amazing. We covered it, you know, it was 100 and 130 episodes ago. It's forever ago since it's happened. It's been a good three years, at least, huh? Three, four years. Did we actually really talk about it? I feel like the pen type A yeah. existed before us. Well, no, we talked about it because of the ripoff that happened afterwards. There was another pen that came and it, it was a whole deal with one of the guys that was working with them basically hauled off and started making the pen under his own name with the same design. But, you know, it's it's a whole story because the design was generic anyway. It was an old medical patent. I mean, this is an hour-long show <laughs> if, yeah. if, if I start talking about this. Well, I'm going to put a link in the show notes to episode 16 where we talk about the popularity of pens and Kickstarter with the pen type A yeah. starting it all. So there's probably quite a bit in there. That might be a nice... Nice yeah, Dan says Dan says they stole the design from an old patent, but the patent expired. They didn't steal anything, so they had the, the design uh, liberated from them as well. So, me and Dan like to fight about the pen type A. I know you do. We, we agree to disagree on that one. You and Dan He's, like to fight about many things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we got another sponsor, then we got another uh, Kickstarter pen to get into, right? Yeah, the the main event. Yep. 
This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. You can start building your own website today at squarespace.com and you want to use the code INC at checkout and you'll get yourself 10% off Squarespace. Build it beautiful. With Squarespace, you will be able to build a site that looks professionally designed regardless of your skill level, regardless of your coding experience, or regardless of how much time you want to put into worrying about that stuff. So I mentioned that, right, because we know if you've been listening to the show for long enough, that Brad runs his web projects on Squarespace. Brad knows how to build a website. Brad chooses not to. And that's (laughs) one of the great things about Squarespace. You don't have to know any code to use it, but even if you do know how to do it, you don't have to do it, right? You can have a a system that looks looks after this, takes care of it all for you as well. Like my co-founder, Stephen, he has his blog, 512pixels on Squarespace. We have our own store and blog at RelayFM on Squarespace as well because that's just stuff that we don't want to have to build, manage, and maintain. We have other things to think about. Squarespace, do it. It all looks fantastic and it's all super powerful. They use state-of-the-art technology to power every single Squarespace site. They ensure security, they ensure stability, and because of this, they're trusted by millions of people around the world and some huge companies as well. I mentioned their templates look great. All of Squarespace's websites look fantastic on all devices. They format um, in a responsive design way to make sure that everything looks great on all manner of devices, no matter what you're using. And all of their templates are really nice, they're really beautiful, and they're all adaptable as well with their great drag-and-drop controls. They have 24-7 support with live chat and email. I mentioned that we have a store with uh, Squarespace at their commerce platform. This is also how Knock um, get their products out to the world. They use Squarespace mm-hmm. commerce to do that. It allows anybody to power a store via their Squarespace site. You have all of your inventory stuff, a bunch of integrations for other services. You can use Stripe for the uh, card payments and stuff like that. It's really, really awesome. Squarespace have rock-solid, fast hosting and so much more. And if you sign up for a year, you'll also get yourself a free domain name too. Squarespace plans start at just $8 a month, but you can sign up for a free trial with no credit card required and start building your own website today by going to squarespace.com. When you decide to sign up, make sure that you use the offer code INC to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for this show. I'd like to thank Squarespace for helping out today. Squarespace, build it beautiful. Alright, so... We've had a, we've talked about it before, and I've had a bunch of people ask me on Twitter and other places about the uh, recent product by Will Hodges from Tactile Turn. It's called The Gist, um, which is on Kickstarter now. It's already funded. So if you're interested in this pen, you know you're going to get it, you know, if you order it. But um, I've had so many questions about it. Will got in touch and sent me three of the models he had uh, available to, to loan me. Um, these prototypes um, so I could get a better feel for them so I could talk about them a little bit better. Um, I put a review up on my site um, yesterday um, for the gist and kind of went through the different materials that it comes in, the different barrel shapes that it comes in, um, the different metals you can add on to that. I have one of each of these steel, gold, and titanium nibs. So I had a good mix to get... um, kind of get a good grasp of, you know, what the gist is all about. And, you know, I was, you know, all in on this pen as soon as it launched, you know, never having used one. I just love the design. I love the materials. Um, I backed the polycarbonate barrel with the Damascus um, grip and finial. Um, And that was before Will had sent me any of this stuff. And, you know, there's a lot of different choices, you know, which is why I wanted to, you know, why I was glad Will sent me this, sent me these samples out so I could talk about these, this whole, 
varying setup of, of things that you can buy. It's really, you could kind of mix and match um, a whole lot of different things. And, you know, I, I guess the main takeaways from the pins that I have, and, you know, I kind of, if you're interested in this, I'd kind of listen to this and then maybe look at the post I wrote um, on the blog, but it's, it boils down into three base designs. So there's the full polycarbonate barrel, which is the, the lowest end um, price point. It's, um, you know, it's like a fiberglass, um, fiberglass and plastic barrel. It's very lightweight. Um, it's as light as like a Kaveco classic or sport. When you have the pin unposted, it's that light. Um, you know, when you post it, it's obviously a little bit heavier, feels more comfortable. I would actually use the full polycarbonate with the cap posted, just like I would use a Kaveco sport or classic with the cap posted. You know, it just gives it a better writing experience, a better balance, a better feel. It's feather light. Um, if you write without the cap posted, but which is good. I mean, some people may enjoy that. Um, it's a great pocket carry. You're never going to feel it in your pocket, in your shirt pocket or in your pants pocket. Um, in the, just the design and the whole shape of it is really well done. The second kind of primary option is the same polycarbonate barrel, but it has a metal grip section. In the case of the loner that I have, it's a brass section. Um, you can do it in copper, Damascus steels, zirconium, um, bronze, stainless steel. What it does, it gives the pen a little bit more weight unposted, which I like. So you have a lightweight plastic barrel end, but then a heavier metal grip. And that gives the pen, I think, a better feel when writing. Um, but it's not that heavy. Like you don't notice like a thunk, you know, when you when you're picking it up. I mean, it, the weight of it matches with the overall weight of the pen it's not like an outlier as far as weight goes right it's like it's not the metal section is not dragging you down at all um it just feels really comfortable um i mentioned in the article that i think this is probably like the mainstream choice um a polycarbonate barrel with a some type of metal section which you have a million to choose from i back the damascus steel which um unfortunately it was the most expensive choice but i think it's really really beautiful um and i wanted to try that out and then the last option the last general option is a full metal barrel and sorry i'm twisting this open in your ear mike um in my case will sent me the full titanium so it's a titanium barrel a titanium grip section a titanium finial it has a great weight to it um this is my favorite and it caused me to go back and add on this pin um, to my backer, um, <laughs> to, to back this pen as well. So I'm getting the polycarbonate and Damascus, and then I'm going to get the full titanium because the full metal barrel feels so different than the other one. It's like a completely different pen. Um, and I just love the look of the, um, the ribbing, um, design no. on it. No, please stop doing that. <laughs> what one is that? Is that the titanium? Titanium. Yeah. So that's, I mean, it's metal on metal. It's going to yeah. squeak when you, when you thread it. Um, it feels great. It's not too big. It's not too heavy. It feels wonderfully, uh, it writes wonderfully unposted and it, um, I think this is going to be like the ultimate, like EDC type pen. Like this is going to be, this is like the full on, you can't destroy this pen pen. Like you can carry it anywhere, everywhere. It's going to take a beating. Um, I didn't try the other metals. They're going to be heavier than this titanium. Like me, my personal taste, I wouldn't do the full brass or full copper. That's a lot, uh, a lot more heavier 
than this titanium, but the, the titanium um, is kind of perfect for me. I don't know how much the stainless um, would be uh, as far as weight goes, but um, the brass and copper will be heavier than this. Um, it feels great. It looks great. I mentioned in the article that um, I, my, the first pass of the article, I mentioned you can't post it, but I was wrong. You actually can post it. I talked to Will. I just didn't push it on far enough. Sorry, I keep playing with it. Um, it. It posts actually completely fine. It's got a smooth section in the barrel, so it posts on without damaging the exterior of the barrel. Um, the clips on here are rock solid. Like I wouldn't have hesitate to carry this um, pin and clip it to my jeans or something like that and know that it's not going to dislodge or pop out anywhere. It's got a really, really firm clip. And... Um, I mean, there's just really no negatives about these pens. Um, I love love all of them. I The full polycarbonate's my least favorite because it's so air light. I mean, it's lighter than I imagined. Um, that's why I, I kind of like the, um, the brass section one or just the metal section with the polycarbonate barrel. That's really great. And then the, the full metal titanium, uh, which is great. The nib choices, since I've tried all three, I'm sticking with steel. I'm a huge steel nib fan as it is. Um, I love the firmness of a steel nib. Um, the gold nib is great. I just don't want a full yellow gold nib. I, it's just not aesthetically pleasing to me, especially since I'm buying silver colored pens like the Damascus steel is silver. The titanium is silver. I don't think they look as good with the gold nib. Um, the gold nib I tested though is elite. These Bach nibs are great. I um, mean, it's just dead smooth, rock solid. Um, it feels wonderful. The titanium nibs are awesome. If you don't have one, order one. The thing is, I have one from the Nexus pen, so I can just swip, swap, bloop, bloop, bloop. swip and swap, <laughs> swip and swap. <laughs> I can just swap out um, the one titanium nib because it's a Bach titanium nib. It'll just um, go right into any of these tactile turn pens. So I don't, I didn't need to order. Uh, I didn't need to pay a premium for titanium. If I didn't have a titanium nib, I would order that. But I'm sticking with the steel. And all these Bach nibs are great. You're not going to go wrong. Pick out whichever one you want. Um, it's just personal preference at this point. But they're really well done. I, I'm excited about this pen. The The interesting thing is it's not, it's hard to tell in the pictures, like the size. And I didn't do any comparisons. It's it's like that just right size. It's not an overly, it's a full size fountain pen, definitely. But it's not an overly large fountain pen, if that makes sense. It's shaped just right um for the hand um it's it's very comfortable to write with um it's just an all around uh good pen so i mean i i'm i'm definitely um i'm about uh i picked out the two most expensive options to back so i'm about 250 dollars into this so it Oof. better be good <laughs> but uh, i'm pretty happy with what, I, what i've chosen i i couldn't pick just one um i knew that was kind of going to happen like I just backed the Damascus steel one right at first. So it's had the polycarbonate barrel and the metal grip. And I was happy with that. All right, this is what I'm going to go. And then, um, you know, then when I got the titanium, um, you know, on top of it, I was like, I, I don't think I could pick between the two. I think I'll just have to go with both of them. So, so that's my take on it. So what do you think? Are you going to back it? Or I don't even know if you're going to back this one or not. Well, I mean, as I said last week, I was completely overwhelmed um, in, in what to go for because there's so much choice. So I wanted to kind of let it settle in and because I didn't know about this until we were recording last week. Um, mm -hmm. And now I've read your post and I've seen some pictures. Uh, yes, I definitely am. 
gonna get one mm-hmm. of these. I think I think I want the brass section. Like full brass? Oh brass no section. Way. I don't need to kill a man. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Right. I think I'm gonna go with the brass because I've seen your pictures of it and I've seen Ed Jelly's pictures of it. Uh and I, I that one really calls to me. Yeah, uh, I, I don't want that. titanium. I can see that the titanium is beautiful. And yeah, when you said that it reminds you of a Murex, I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> but I already yeah. have a titanium pen. I, I mm-hmm. don't love titanium pens enough that I want another titanium pen. Um, mm-hmm. I considered considered maybe going stainless steel. Mm-hmm. But then I would be getting the entire thing in that. And, and I don't know if I want that. I think it would probably, again, be too heavy, I think. Yeah, I wonder um, that too. And there's something about that brass one which just looks fantastic. And I'm really pleased that Ed got a steel, what looks like a steel nib with his brass because mm-hmm. I looked at your pictures and I was like, oh, I'm going to have to go gold with the brass because like, it looks good <laughs> together, but the steel also looks good with the brass. But yeah, I think I'm going to back it. My only other thing with this is obviously because of the way that Will has had to do this, like it's 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 difficult to like work out where to back like it's there's so many options yeah like i'm looking at it and i can't find the one i'm looking for uh so right. bronze stainless steel copper titanium. Let, me, let me make one comment while you're poking around the the weights are actually i kept looking for the weights they're actually listed on the pledge level so like the titanium is 1.53 ounces the full titanium the stainless steel is 2.56 ounces. That's a massive difference. So, you know, you're in for a heavier pin if you're going full metal. And the copper is 2.84. Oh, where's the brass? Oh, I don't see it. I'm not going to scroll through the whole thing. Uh, 2.72. So, there you go. There we go. I found it. One tactile turn gist made entirely from polycarbonate except the finial, finial and grip are made from brass. Comes with a steel nib. Um, and that's sixty six dollars because I got seven only seven dollars sh- uh, for shipping to the UK. Um, mm-hmm. I have now backed it. So thank you, right. Will, for creating a beautiful pen. Very excited to get one of these um, in my hands. Yeah, I think you'll be very happy with the choice. Like I said, that's going to be the poly barrel with a metal grip is going to be by far the whichever metal anyone chooses is going to be far and away the most popular choice and probably the right choice for the vast majority of people. Right. Yep. Awesome. Yep, yep. So what else do we have to cover today? We got, we have one Ask TPA that I didn't get to last week that uh, I, it's kind of in relation to this a little bit, right? So I am Jay Skinny, which is a solid, solid Twitter handle. He wants to know, or she uh, wants to know what pen brand will give me flexibility and options to try out a variety of nibs. So we we're just talking about how these Bach nibs, um, I can swap them out between these tactile turns or, you know, whatever other pens I've used that uses a, a default nib unit. Um, you're going to be able to swap out um, Kaveco, Lamy, and Twisby are going to be your primary ones you can swap out the easiest and the cheapest um, because they're all steel nibs. You can get into Pelican, probably has the most variety and easy swappableness, but then you're getting into mostly gold nibs. They have a huge variety. Um, you could have one Pelican pin and have 10 nibs easily. But what I would look at, I swap nibs on Kaveco all the time, Twisby all the time. Um, and then, um, you know, other brands that use stock nib units, either from Bach or Jovo, those are, um, swappable too, just like I use, um, 
the nibs that come with Edison or Joe O, the nibs that come with uh, Franklin Christoph or Joe O, so I can swap those nibs in between those two brands as well. But your main stock brands that are going to give you flexibility to try anything from an extra fine to like a 1.5 millimeter stub, Twisby, Caveco, Lamy. There you go. Good question. Awesome. Awesome. Let's get it out of here on that because I, I'm dying to screw the cap back on this titanium pin, but I'm sparing, I'm sparing you, <laughs> I'm sparing you and the listeners, the sound. Um, so yeah. Uh, awesome episode. Most definitely. And you can grab our as show usual. notes as always, of course, by going to relay.fm slash pen slash one seven six. Thanks again to our sp- great sponsors this week, Squarespace, Harry's and Pen Chalet. If you want to find Brad's work, you can head on over to penaddict.com and you'll see all of his great stuff there. And he is at Dowdyism on Twitter and Penaddict on Instagram. I am at iMike, I-M-Y-K-E on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to follow us, you should. And uh, we'll be back next time for another episode of The Pen Addict. Until then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad.